0: Today, tell your neighbor today. Uh -uh, With much more energy. Tell your neighbor today. We are looking at transition. Amen. So transition is simply the movement of something from the old to the new or from the new back to the old. The movement of something, it may be a thought, it may be an idea, it may be your body. So the movement that occurs is either from the old to the new, or the new to the... Amen. So you find that in as much as thoughts as much as our five senses will pick things, amen. In as much as our five senses will pick things, you hear something that's wrong, you see something that's wrong, and you know all these other, other things. In as much as it starts there, okay, it does not end there. Those thoughts, those imaginations, those reasonings, and those strongholds have got an agenda or an end goal in mind. Amen. So the end goal is to translate what we receive from our five senses into thoughts, imaginations, and reasonings, and later on translate them into the subconscious mind. So in other ways, when your thoughts, imaginations, reasonings are in your mind, okay because sometimes you cannot regulate what you think about Do you know that you cannot control what you think about you cannot control what you what comes into your mind how many of you know that when you see a billboard of something automatically in your head do you control what it's going to take you towards no or maybe you think of a dog chasing you at that moment are you in control of what your thoughts are going to bring to you? No. Because then they'll just be in fast process. This is going to happen. So if you don't run, my friend, ha, it's wild for you. I you seen that here? Yeah? So it all starts in the mind. That's why I say the mind is a battleground. Okay, So not all thoughts, from last week I said, not all thoughts that you think are your thoughts. Not all things that you imagine are your imaginations. And not all reasonings that you have are your reasonings. Some come from the devil, some come from God, some come from yourself, the exposure that you have around you. Amen. So now when you accept, tell yourself, neighbor, accept, a wrong thought, no, I'm not saying, say it. When you accept a wrong thought, a wrong imagination, or a wrong reasoning, it tends to become an action, an emotion, or a belief. In our subconscious mind. So when you accept that wrong thought. That wrong imagination. That wrong reasoning. It tends to become an action. An emotion. Or a belief. We're going to touch each action, emotion, and a belief. The Bible says guard your heart. With all diligence. Right? Because out of it flows the issues of life. Amen? So what governs your life is one, your actions. Isn't it so? Am I lying? What governs your life? Isn't it your actions? It is, right? And we are creatures of emotions. So partially what governs our lives is what? Emotions. What we feel. And then what governs our life also is what we believe. those that believe signs that they shall do signs and wonders. So it means you need to believe. So you find that when you accept the wrong thoughts, the wrong imaginations, and the wrong belief system, what happens is you live a wrong life. I'll give an example of my personal life. I used to watch series a lot. I was one person who... From sunset to sundown, I'll be watching series. Now the kind of series I was watching, my God, And know things I would even give you to say, watch. I'll just tell you don't ever watch. Why? Because they had sexual content from one to the end. And then what happened is I began to feel like I should do what they're doing because it looked very good. Yes, we're talking about sex in mentorship. You're not too young. Amen. So it, beca- it began to feel good. And then what happened? Let me try. Tell let me try. That's how, it trans- that's how it all starts. Remember, Eve only had the wedding. Okay? It is not the devil who moved Eve to sin. No. Are you getting that? It was only the way that she had. And it was her accepting that way that made her do what? You see? Are you seeing that? So if you accept the wrong thoughts, if you accept the wrong imaginations, if you accept the wrong reasonings, what happens? You live a wrong life. Okay? So, wrong thoughts lead to wrong actions. And wrong actions form wrong habits. Write this down. Wrong thoughts lead to wrong what? Actions. Remember when you start thinking the dog is going to chase you, what action do you take? Thank you. These are honest people. What action do you take? (laughs) Amen. Amen. But did you start running there and there? No. It first became a thought, and then now it became an emotion to say, I'm afraid this dog will bite me. And that fear now generated what? Action. Amen. So that's why you say, wrong thoughts lead to wrong actions. And wrong actions form wrong habits. Amen. Amen. So then also write this. What happens in our conscious mind tends to direct our life.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: What happens in our conscious mind tends to direct our life.
1: So in as much as God may have a prophetic word
0: for your life, Inasmuch as God may have written prophetically what he wants you to do in life, provided your thought pattern has not aligned to his weight, do you think you fulfill that? No. That's why it says Romans twelve two: be not conformed. So the prophecy is not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's not of the patterns of this world. It's of the patterns of the kingdom of God. So it says, be not conformed to the patterns of this world, which means patterns is simply actions that you are doing consistently. But be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. So it means your actions cannot change until your thoughts change. The children of Israel stayed in bondage and they thought bondage was a good thing. So every time anything wrong went, something went wrong, they just thought, God is the problem. Let's turn away from God. We need a perfect other solution. Are you seeing that yeah? But it was all in their thoughts. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So what's an action? Because we've said that the unconscious mind has got actions, emotions, and beliefs. So I'm going to touch each and every one of them so that you understand. What's an action? What is an action, no. guys? Don't you do action every time? What's an action? Okay, anyway, so most of what my English have my themes. So an action. It's simply the process of doing something. To do something. The process of doing something. The action that I'm taking right now is I'm walking. I'm doing something. Amen? So typically to achieve an aim. Amen? Or an accomplishment of a thing usually over a period of time. In stages or with the possibility of repetition. So listen to this slowly. So it's the process of doing something. Typically to achieve an aim. So when you're doing something, what's the aim of that thing that you're doing? When people are holding cigarettes, trying to smoke, what's the aim of them smoking? They want to do what? Get high. Have you seen that? Because every action has got a what? An aim. Amen. Amen. When you consider a dog chasing you the action is run right what's the aim of your running so that the dog does it okay so typically to achieve an aim, full stop or the accomplishment of a thing or the accomplishment of a thing usually over a period of time In stages or with the possibility of repetition. So, or the accomplishment of a thing, usually over a period of time, in stages or with the possibility of what? Repetition. Amen. <laughs> amen So when you have a thought, when you have an imagination, when you have a reasoning or anything, the next step it wants you to take or the transition is an action. So the action that you take is either backwards or it's either backwards or forward. So your actions sometimes are largely determined by your emotions. How many of you know that? You felt fear. What happened? Run. So it's not all the time that your actions, your emotions are involved in your actions, no. It's just that like at times what you feel is what you act upon. Amen? Because certain times when something feels right, then you do it. You know? This feels right, so let me do it. Amen. However, just because it feels right doesn't mean you should do it. Just because it feels what doesn't mean you should what. Because certain times we tend to want to live in our feelings. So you'll never get out of your feelings. Get out of your feelings. Certain times we feel like something is right. So we feel like doing it. But that should not be the case of Christianity. David felt a sexual age to sleep with Bathsheba. He slept with Bathsheba. Judgment was passed upon him because he disobeyed God. Are you seeing that, yeah? Because to every action there are consequences. Hallelujah. So you find that sometimes when you're about to do something wrong, in your heart you definitely know that this is wrong. In you know? hmm? as much as smoking is bad, I just feel like doing it. But the second part of me telling you don't do it. Why? Because the way God created us. Is that when you are about to do something wrong it registers in your heart because you are made in his image so even those things that are not pure and holy they sometimes register to say this is not right or certain times when you're about to take an action okay in your heart it registers, say I don't feel right with this or certain times you lose your peace peace is a function of the heart because it's an emotion hallelujah because in the absence of peace there can be fear in the absence of peace there can be worry amen so it registers but certain tells in as much as it may register that what i'm doing is wrong you just feel like doing it that's why i've said not
1: everything you feel like doing should you do Amen. Because, certain times, the reason why we want to
0: do something wrong is because one, we are trying to prove something to ourselves, and two, we're trying to prove something to others. Let me do this because I want so and so to know. Let me do this, then I'll feel like a hard dog. Yeah? Let me do this, then I'll feel like I'm a G, like I'm cool. Because it's what cool people do. Eh? We've been there. <laughs> We've done stupid things. Because we wanted to do it for ourselves. Because we wanted to feel cool. Because we were taught cool looks like this. Cool doesn't look like Christ. Cool doesn't look like following God. And that's what we were told. But it was a lie. It was just a feeling of deception. Because certain times, people only show you a part of what they want you to see, not everything. So when they're telling you this lifestyle is cool, this thing that we do is cool, ask yourself, what are the side effects? Because there are side effects that they are not telling you about. So I said, drink, it's cool. My lungs are getting damaged. There's a cool part about that. I'm destroying my life. Smoke, it's cool. Have sex, it's cool. Masturbate is cool. It's cool. It feels cool and right. Just do it. What are the side effects? What are the things that I'm not seeing? School is not cool. Drop out. And you begin to feel, ah, I feel like I should not do school. Yeah? (laughs)
1: So just because you feel it doesn't mean you should do it. Amen. Don't follow another person's life. Or
0: follow your own. According to the pattern that God has given you for your life and destiny. Hallelujah. So anyways, we said there are three things that affect our subconscious mind. We've done actions, right? And we've partially touched on emotion. So what is an emotion? Amen. So, an emotion is simply a strong feeling. A strong feeling. Deriving from one's circumstances. Okay, let's, use, not, let's not use the word deriving. So, a strong feeling coming from. A strong feeling coming from. One's circumstances, what you are going through. One's mood or relationship with others. So an emotion is simply a strong feeling deriving from or coming from one's situation or circumstance. Because when you're in a certain situation or circumstance, it's the way you feel, isn't it? Isn't it? <coughs> or a mood. Or relationships with others. So it's just a feeling. Have you ever heard the word feelings? Do what? Come and they. That's why you never have to let your emotions lead you. Never let your what? When I started out in material. Do you know the, the, the greatest feeling I, I struggle, feelings I struggled with for six months? Discouragement. Disappointment. Like what I was doing was, just not working. So every day, I would, every Sunday, I would gear up and just be pushing myself. I don't feel like going to church, but I got to go to church. I don't feel like praying, oh, but I got to pray. I don't feel like reading the word. But I have to what? Read the word. Because there are certain things that you must do even if you don't feel like doing them. But there are certain things that you even as much as you feel them, never do them. I feel this is right. No. Check. Is it right in accordance with the word? Before you do it. Amen. I feel like dropping out of school.
1: Don't copy people, oh. You're getting your feelings
0: from what you are seeing and what you are hearing from other people. So you feel like in order for you to be like them, in order for you to achieve things like them, you have to do what they are doing. No. Your life and your destiny and the blueprint that God has written for you is not the same as theirs. Amen. you neighbor, my destiny is different. You don't sound confident. Is your destiny different? Tell your neighbor, my destiny is different. different. Tell your neighbor, I shall make impact in my generation. generation. Say it like you believe it all. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, I shall make impact in my generation. I shall make
1: impact
0: in my generation. Amen. So that's how emotions are. So certain times when the devil is planting thoughts, when the devil is planting reasonings, when the devil is giving you images for you to see, he wants you to feel. in a particular way. An example of David, remember, what was the feeling that Goliath was trying to put in David? Fear. Because he was able to inflict fear upon the children of Israel. That's why none of them could stand in as much as they had God with them. But God was training David in the wilderness for him to get ready to fight. He was preparing him mentally and emotionally. That's why the battles that came for him were things that were intimidating, were things that he wouldn't want to fight because he would have felt fear. Because if any of us saw a bear or a lion, what would we do? Run. Right. Because we know that those things will kill us. But God was working on his fear. So even as he came before Goliath, no matter how big Goliath was, there was no the emotion of fear. So he couldn't act on his feelings. He acted on his belief and conviction
1: wow. that the same God
0: who delivered him from the bear. From the
1: lion.
0: It's the same God who will deliver Goliath to you. Amen. Don't act on every emotion. I don't feel like going for mentorship. It's a feeling. Call for mentorship. Because certain times when you don't feel like doing something, that's when God has prepared a blessing for you in that day. I don't feel like studying. It's not supposed to be a thing about feeling like studying or not. It's something that you are supposed to do. Whether you feel it or not. If we waited to feel like praying, some of you would never pray at all. Because that feeling would never come at all. (sighs)
1: So don't wait
0: on the emotion to be there. Because the devil's strategy sometimes is to make you feel For the women, or girls mostly, what the devil seeks to do is deceive. It's easy. Because Eve Eve fell because of deception. Adam did not fall because he was deceived by the devil. Because the devil is not the one who spoke to Adam to eat that fruit. What the devil used was Eve to get to Adam. But in order for Eve to get to Adam, Eve emotionally goes to Adam. So a man fell because he was in love. That's what happened to Samson also. He felt like Delilah loved him. Yet he forgot that she was trying to kill him. So his emotions overwhelmed him. His emotions took away the reasoning that God had bestowed upon him. Amen. So we say it. The thoughts, imaginations, reason they transition. Right? They transition to actions. Right? And right now we've dealt with what? Emotions. And then now number three, beliefs. Belief. We're only touching it in part. Amen. So this on its own is also a very big thing. Very big. Very big. But we touch areas that God will see as very important. Amen. Because even the subject of heart it's it's it, of pride is an emotion, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> amen. Ah. Hallelujah. So a belief. A belief is simply accepting that something is true especially without proof to believe is simply to accept that something is true especially without what proof faith and believing are not the same hallelujah
1: faith and believing are not the what
0: Faith is defined in your Bible, right? Hebrews 11, the son, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things, what? Not seen. And then believing here is accepting that something is what? True. Especially without what? Proof. Let me give you this example. Everyone believes there's a God, three of us. But does everyone have faith that God is able to do what he said he would do in the Bible? Does everyone believe that God is able to do what he said he would do in the Bible? Others believe that God is able to do what he said he would do in the Bible. Others believe that whatever happened in the Old Testament is still happening. So that's belief. Because remember what I've defined belief as? Acceptance that something is what? You're just accepting. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. So it means it's a future thing. But believing, you can even believe in something that's present, current. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One plus one is equals two? Do you believe that one plus one is equals to? Yes, you believe it. Because when I said one plus one is equals two, your answer is two. So you believe one plus one is equals two? Because you've accepted it. But do you need faith for you to believe to, for you to have one plus one equals to two? So faith is different from faith is different from what? Amen. So to believe is to accept that something is true. Especially without what? Proof. So, which means you can believe in something that has been proven. Faith doesn't deal with the sin. Belief deals with both the sin and the unseen. You don't see 1 plus 1 is equal to 2, but yet you have to believe that 1 plus 1 is equal to 2. Because that's one thing that we've been taught. Amen. So, to believe is simply to accept that something is true especially without proof okay so remember when the thoughts imaginations and reasoning come when you start watching the porn when you start hearing wrong music when you start watching different things when you start hanging out with wrong association after you feel like doing it you've done it then now you believe that that thing that you have been doing is okay to do it ah it's just a bottle of alcohol man we don't get drunk it's okay to drink without getting and you believe that <laughs> that's the way it is
1: because the Bible even says others have believed a lie
0: so the devil deceives you makes you feel sin is sweet makes you feel prayer is bitter don't pray makes you feel God doesn't work so you so accept that thing that you've been hearing and listening and, and seeing. And you say it's true. God doesn't wait. Ah, It's okay to drink because it's true. Be drunk. And what, what does it say? What does that Bible say? Drink but don't get drunk. Hey! So you, 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 you you've accepted it. So there are people who come and say I can't break free from addiction problem. No, it's just because you believe that you can't break free. You have given so much power to your enemy by believing that your enemy is stronger than you. Anyways, there are three layers of belief or three things you must believe in. Or levels of belief whatever you call them number one believe in God believe in who so you are hearing lessons about God but it's not everyone who's going to believe and apply this that's the way I've seen it in life the other time I taught about hearing God I asked later on how many can now hear God. A few people now raise their hands. I can now hear God confidently. Why? Because they accepted what they were taught and they applied it and they acted upon it. And then what happened? The same results that we were able to get are the same results that they got. Amen. So many people have an idea of God. They hear God. They hear about the things that God has done, things that God is yet to do. They hear about all that, but they don't believe in. So believing in God is simply involves one believing in the person of God. It involves you believing in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because they all have their own separate places. The three are one. But all of them have got their own what? Places. When Jesus Christ, who was the word, came to teach us to pray, he said, pray our... Have you seen that? So believing in each one of them for their own individual thing is gets to help you to work effectively and efficiently in your work with God. Hallelujah. So, now if, so believing in God involves believing in the person of God and believing in the power of God. Believing in the person of who? And believing also in the what? Power. Because You can believe in the person of God but not believe in the power of God. Hallelujah. You can believe in the existence of God, but not believe in the power of hope. so when you go through the book of 2 Chronicles 20, verse 20, because I'm looking at time. 2nd Chronicles 20 verse 20. Okay, now let's read it. Then the other verses are uh, then somebody go to Hebrews 11, verse 6. Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse number 20. Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. Then somebody, okay, I'll go to Hebrews. Those who are in Second Chronicles 20, verse 20, kindly give us to pass away. was why well in 2nd Corinthians twenty twenty? yeah, we, yes. 2nd
1: Corinthians 20, verse 20, and yes, was Ed in the morning, and went forth into the wilderness of the camp. and as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye establish oh,
0: believe in who? Believe in the Lord your God, and
1: then now it says what? So So it means if you do not believe in God, your God in heaven, many things that
0: you may want in life will never be established because the establishment of the promises of God are dependent on God. The establishments of your destiny in God are dependent on God. The dimension of God that you believe in determines the result of God that you get from him.
1: Amen. So it is believe. In the Lord your God, so shall ye be what? Hey.
0: Hallelujah. can have your seat. So we'll catch the other part later on because he's ended by cutting. So believing in him. God. So believing in God gives you the ability to be established. Established in his eternal purposes. Established in that thing that you want to do. It all takes what? Hallelujah. Um, then we have Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, right? But that's not our scripture of emphasis, amen?
1: For he that cometh to God must believe,
0: must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So you have to believe that as you are seeking the face of God, your seeking the face of God is not in vain. Amen. Hallelujah. Then when you look at it, let me give you another distinction of faith and what? Believing. So if you go to Hebrews 11 verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went, right? So it means he needed faith for the journey. Are you getting it? He needed what? Faith for the journey. And then when you go to the book of Genesis 12, I think verse 9, it says, and
1: Abraham
0: what? Believed. So he needed faith for the journey, but he had to accept that what God was telling him, that he would be a father of many nations who come to pass. Hallelujah. Mark eleven, verse twenty-four. Mark eleven, verse
1: twenty-four. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For you have won it all on me. Come on, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, you have won the victory, for oh, death cannot hold you bound, And you are the risen King, seated in my justice. And you are the reason King.
0: Mark 11 verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe. So where there's belief, there's accept. Put accept in your mind. Put accept. Accept that ye receive them, and ye shall what? Have them. Hallelujah. So even when praying, you accept that what you are desiring from God God has given it to who? To you. And when you're not seeing the result and if the results of what you have accepted that God has given you, you continue until you see its manifestation. Amen. Hallelujah. Then when you go to Mark 16, 16, it says, To those that believe in my name, they shall drive out demons, heal the blind, shine, shine. Gives you a criteria of things that happens when you believe what? In his name. In his, not in. That's why I said in the presence of God and in the power of God. So the power deals with the name, the blood, and other other things. Okay? Number two layer of belief. Belief in who God has said you are.
1: I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence. I am seed. Believe in who God says you are. In the heavenly place undefeated. Believe in who God says you are. To the one who has conquered Round me with confidence, I am seated in the heavenly place undefeated. Lord, who's comforted it all. And God appeared unto Gideon and says,
0: mighty man of valor. Gideon, I think, was looking in the mirror and saying, in really? Are you sure? Because certain times when God says something about ourselves, about who he has predestined us to be, it's hard to what? To believe.
1: Abraham, I will make you a father of many nations. He does
0: not believe. Why? Because he did not see how it will all play out. He did
1: not see how that
0: would truly manifest. And God, one night, said, Abraham, come. I want you to look at the stars. Abraham, look. I want you to count the stars. And bet Abraham said it. One, two, three, four. And God says, as many as you see The stars are, so shall I make your inheritance be. Abraham looks at the stars, looks at what God has said in his mind. Looks at the stars, looks at what God has said in his mind. Looks at the stars, look at what God has said in his mind. And now he just accepts it. Ah, Okay, but, but, ah, yeah, let me accept it. And the Bible records that he believed. So believe in who God says you are. If God says you are a mighty person, believe in that. Because God says, this is my beloved son in who I am well pleased, right?
1: And the devil comes and says, if you are, if you are the son
0: of man, turn this stone to become what? So imagine if Jesus Christ did not believe in what the Father said. Imagine if, J- if Jesus did not believe, say, my Father is proud of me because of who I am. What would have happened? You would have magically just spread stones. Why? Because the devil always wants you to prove what you believe. He tempts you to try and prove what God has said about you. Amen. Number three, believe in others. This is the last one.
1: Believe in believe in believe in believe in oh, nice. Hallelujah.
0: Jesus, thank you. Amen. So among us the thing. Or people that you are supposed to believe in. One believe in the prophet. I do. Oh, so in believing the others, among us, the first people you are supposed to believe in is believe in the prophet. But not just any other, not every prophet. Believe in the prophet of who, the Lord. You can go back to 2 Chronicles 2020. We can touch the now remaining part. Hallelujah. So believe in the prophet of who? The Lord. The Lord meaning? How many of us remember what Jesus, my Lord, teaching? You remember it right? So now when we talk about the prophets of the Lord, who are we talking about? Those who are under the government of who? God. Okay. Those who are under the government of who? God. Because remember when we said, there are those people who came to Jesus, to God, say, we casted out demons in your name. We prophesied in your name. We did all these things. But God said, I do not what? Know you. Because God was not their what? Their Lord. Amen. So believe
1: in the prophet.
0: Oh, the Lord God of heaven. Amen. So second Chronicles twenty twenty. Yeah there? Can read for us. Not from where, where you ended, just
1: continue. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established. To start, yeah. Believe is promised, so shall established. believe? He is believe his.
0: Hello, have you heard the reading? Let me read out loud. That just last part. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper.
1: Believe his. prophets. So not the
0: prophets of Baal, not the prophets of anybody, but the prophets of the Lord, God in heaven. And it says, Will you believe what happened? Will you believe what happened? So sometimes the prosperity is not in the principles you know. It's in the prophet of God who brings the word of God to you. That will determine your prosperity. Can I have a seat, sir? Thank you. Hmm? Believe in the prophet of the Lord. So shall ye what? Prosper. So your prosperity is not always just entitled to what you are doing. It's entitled to what you hear God say to you, but also not only what you hear God say to you, but what you hear the prophet of the Lord say to you. Because what the prophet of the Lord says to you is giving you a direction that the Lord wants you to take for your life and for your destiny. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 So when God says through a vessel, says, go right. And it's registered in your heart that, that what the man of God has said is that which God has confirmed in, within you. Then you should go what? Right. Because whatever way that God sends you, he prospers you in that way. So your prosperity is not... And then watch the business, business no. See, what has God said he will do in your life? Through his prophets. Because remember the Bible, not me, not the The Bible, I said, believe in the prophets of the Lord. So when they are speaking as the counsel of the Lord, amen. You have to believe what they say. And it shall prosper, amen. Hallelujah. Number two, believe in others. So these others now involves family, friends, and many, many others. Hallelujah. Family, friends, and many, many, family, and many, thank you. So now, as you have believed in, in family, friends, and many, many others, don't believe in the they do believe in the good. Believe in the what? Good, because everybody who you are going to see, do not see them as they are. See them as how God made them to be. Do not see them as they are. Because if you see them as they are, you may not like everything about them. But see them the way God made them to be. Family members are something else. Don't see them for who they are. See them for who what? Jesus Christ. is has been crucified at the cross. And instead of him saying,
1: Lord, pass judgment on them. Lord, do this.
0: He did not. says, forgive them. For they do not. No. Because certain times, the people who you think are acting the way they are acting, it's not that they're acting that way because that's the way they are. They're acting that way is because of the influence behind their lives. Amen. For certain times, the devil will move left, right, center to use people. Against you, but you don't have to believe them for what they are, believe in who God made them to be. So it means you have to believe good things. So when they do back, pray, Amen.
1: Hallelujah! Shall we be upstanding?